They want me to talk about a tick in the butt crack? Nazis in Germantown? Who are these idiots? Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast. Brought to you by Young Guns Archery. Featuring your favorite hosts, Justin Horn. He was the funniest motherfucker ever. And Jimmy Neese. Oh, he was fucking funny as shit. I know, dude, he's packing a hog. Do you think an Indian midget would run a gas station or a hotel? <laughs> what do you think? I'm more like a needle dick bug fucker, you know? Holy fuck, I'm famous! I'm hoping somebody comes in my mouth, actually. <laughs> I got a good load here. Not the kind of load you're looking for. Google WookieSex.com. <laughs> hey, you know, how about you milk my prostate? I don't think it's illegal. A year ago, to jack somebody off. Was this okay for public? This is J-Ho's ter- <laughs> terrible stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, I seen them earlier. She's like, look at these titties. And everybody's just like, oh, well, she's got them out again, guys. Look at this Holy shit, I'm, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. Somebody needs to borrow an iPhone. And I said, honey, I think I got a tick in my butt track. I can eat a tick. Stay Gabies. Old man Wrigley lived in that white house Down the street where I grew up My mama used to send me over with things We struck a friendship up I spent a few long summers out on his old porch swing Said he was in the war Went in the Navy Lost his wife Lost his baby Broke down and asked him one time How you keep from going crazy He said I'll see my wife and son In just a little while Looked at me and smiled, said I raised my hands, bow my head, finding more and more truth in the words written in red. You tell me that there's more to life just what I can see. I believe. Years later, I was off at college, talking to mom on the phone one night, getting all caught up on the gossip. The ins and outs of the small town life. Said, oh, by the way, son, old man Wrigley's died. Later on that night, there thinking back Thought about a couple long lost summers I didn't know whether to cry like There ever was anybody As 
reserved a ticket to the other side Let it be that sweet old man Reflection, Time right? Of reflection. I love that song. I do too. Welcome to a somber edition of the Wobbly Arrow Podcast. Woohoo! Yay! Yay! Rah! Rah! <laughs> <laughs> if I've ever been infinite, I am infinite hardcore. Not feeling it. No. Justin and I have been on hiatus for quite a while, <clears throat> as yep. everybody knows. And we lost one of our good friends, good friends of the show last Friday night. Heath McDonald lost his battle with cancer. He sure did. And he's moved on to the other side. Um, we all got text messages and stuff. I'll never forget the last one he sent us. I won't either. Love you fuckers. And he was out. Yeah, that was it. <clears throat> that there was, was no response to anything. There was no nothing. I mean, we all told him what how we felt, whether he read it or not. I'll never know. Uh, no, but he passed the next the next morning, afternoon. Yep. And uh, I love the mic drop he did on Facebook. In true Heath <laughs> McDonald fashion, he posted a meme picture of that like Christian warrior with the sword, and it says "Deuce Volt," yeah, which means it's God's will. Yeah, I guess I looked it up. And I guess that was a chant they used back way, way back when there were the crusaders that would go and fight, but they were like Christian crusaders. Yeah. <clears throat> that, uh, that's what they would shout going into, into going battle. Into battle. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. It's God's will. And I thought, how cool is that? That's really cool. It's almost like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. I think he, I think he knew it was coming. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he knew 
hardcore it was coming. Yeah. Then Julie, <coughs> Julie, has we all kind of knew Julie. Definitely wonderful knew. wife said that his dog, Jake was his last visitor. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey got to come home and be with him, which I know that meant a lot to Heath. A lot to Heath. Yeah. It just sucks. He was 53. That's way too young. Yeah. Way too young. He lived a very full life that if you listen to the show, but you haven't listened to Heath's episodes, <laughs> do go yourself back. a favor, go back and look them all up and listen to them. Yep. Everyone. There's a three hour long one in there somewhere. He, uh, he's got, he's got so many stories. stories and you would think he lived three times of the shit that he did. <laughs> right. Of three, of that's three a, full lives. That's a good honor to Heath's memory is you're right. Uh, that, I mean, that every time he, okay. So we got the full saga of him being a police officer. Many times. Many times. Uh, just so many stories. Like the like, first show we ever had, he goes off the rails with these police stories. Yeah. But then doesn't tell us for like two or three shows later that he's actually on with us. Not two or three shows in time, but the second or third time he was on the show, he tells us about the first time he shot somebody. Yeah, blew the thumb off. I yeah. mean, yeah, like, and and there's so many stories. You're like, oh god, he, he must just spent all of his time being a police officer. The, the time I'll never forget the story about the time he was on security detail when Bill Clinton was president. Uh, yeah, and that old boy about got smoked down in the creek because he was fishing or doing <laughs> dick, digging ginseng or something. He was just unlucky that he was too close to where the president was coming through. Uh, and then and then he uh, and then he uh, that that's what I'm saying. Like he had so many cop stories at first and we're just sitting here going like god it's like he you would think that he just spent most of his life just being a cop that's right. what you thought for a, for a second and then there come the whole other round of we're just hunting stories yeah and go and like the people that he knew like uh, out shooting prairie dogs and shit like he yeah. had so many like okay so that was a whole nother life of just being a fucking cowboy he was one of the rare people in life who is an excellent storyteller oh yes he could tell a story about going to walmart and have you in stitches and have you in, yes just have you fucking rolling yeah it, yeah it just he i i there's not enough words to just explain like express that you know it just what yeah. just how it is to be around heath in general right because he is like the best of every world and i say that like he can he can be he could be that person that told you you were a fuck up and you were stupid and he was you know disappointed and beat your a, head out of the ass a complete dick ass. yeah and then in the same sentence, turn around and give you a hug and tell you, I love you. And I'm proud of you. And, yeah. you know, and just be the biggest fucking sob story in the world. Like it. And we even got a podcast where it went from being a dick to crying all yeah. in, the, in the same oh, yeah. fucking conversation. Oh yeah. And it's so like, it was just, it, and it was like that all the time, like all the time. Well, you always knew where you stood with Heath. Oh, always. Very outspoken. Yeah. Told it like he thought it was, and you know, if he loved you, you knew it. Yeah, even if he needed to hear a shitty message, you yes. were gonna get it. Yes, if yeah. he loved you, you knew it, and if he didn't like you, you knew that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He made sure he let you know. So celebration of life Saturday. Um, I haven't talked to Jimmy yet. To see if Jimmy's gonna go. He talked like he was gonna go. Yeah, he wants. To, yeah, he wants to go. Last week before he passed, where he was asking me, "What are you gonna do?" and I said I'm gonna stay away right now because you know, that, and that's all I did. I sent I sent uh, I just sent Julia a message. Just yeah, I did too. I loved her and and you know, I'm sorry and 
Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I asked Julie uh, when I was asking her, you know, what are the arrangements? I said, do you need anything, anything at all? If you can think of something that I can do or bring to help you or Trey or Brooke out, let me know. Because I feel like as Heath's friend, one of the duties of people, friends that are left behind is to make sure his family's okay. Yeah. Not yeah. just, not just the day, day of the funeral, but I mean, two months from now, two years from now. Yeah. What a, yeah. What do you need? Hey, you guys doing okay? Can I do anything for you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Julie's going to be lonely because she's got an empty nest. Yeah. And I guarantee you, Heath talked to her as much as he talks to everybody else. He probably never shut up in the house. Right. Yeah. You're now probably, she's going to be yeah, quiet. Now she's going to be quiet. That's, that's a, yeah. that's a really good point. So I'm, you know. I worry about. Heath's family. I hope that they do okay, and and I feel like I feel like they will. I feel I know that there's no amount of time to prep, but if anybody had the best goodbye at a of anybody I've ever known that's died, yeah, uh, to have like his last six months, not even that, like his last year and a half, like he with everybody knew it was going to happen, yeah, and we treated it as so. Uh, not that we weren't like, uh, how do you say it? Like, you know, we didn't pity him at all. Like it wasn't that it wasn't a pity party or nothing like that. But right, yeah. you know, we all just made the best out of every conversation and stuff like that. He he butt dialed me one time when he was at a party. I don't even know how he did it, <laughs> uh, but he fa- he Facebook uh, live me. Oh no, uh, shit. yeah, when he was in Illinois. Uh, they were, at, uh, he asked, he said, can you come down? Uh, what are you doing this weekend? Can you come down this lake? And I tapped in the lake and it was like six hours away. I'm like, I don't think I can make it over there, man. <laughs> I, I wish I could, but I don't, I don't think I can. And, uh, and so, and, and I, you know, I was, and that's how he did it. He just sent me a fucking message. And then I guess his ass just hit the call button somehow. And uh, so I got to sit there and listen to Heath. Just, I did. I sat there on Facebook live or not live but a video call video call and just listen to him sit around a bunch of people and tell stories yeah and uh, then i finally after a little while listening i finally started yelling at the phone try to get him talking <laughs> he was half drunk and uh and talking to him and so that was that was pretty cool but as far as like he got to do it in true heath fashion i think he 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 couldn't ask for any better i don't think anybody could just as far as him being able to say goodbye and make a year round trip to everybody and yeah. do everything and come here to have dinner, do a podcast, go in all kinds of places, went you to know, Maine, went out to California to see Trey. Yeah. And then get, you know, do, getting to do some, some of the, the bow stuff with the kids and, you know, doing just everything for a little while. And yeah. then, you know, even as far as sending us a text message, you know, I didn't expect that at all. Like, I didn't either. And, but, we, but we got it and I'm so grateful for it. But as far as just being able to say bye and, and do that, you know, he, he had the best yeah. goodbye that I think anybody he, could ask for. Now that I think about it, he texted us late, late, late Friday night at like midnight or one. I saw it in the morning and then he passed late Saturday night. I was getting ready to go to bed Yeah, and I saw it on Facebook and I remember Lori going, what's wrong? Cause I made a sound. I'm like Heath just passed. I I, I, I woke up to it and Sunday morning. Yeah, I remember laying there in bed, just like staring at the ceiling, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it actually happened. I knew it was coming, but you're not ready for it. No, you're never ready for it. 
Never. He was. <laughs> one of my friends on Facebook, I made a post, you know, and one of my friends on Facebook that I was childhood friends with reached out to me and said, hey, you doing okay? And he said, unfortunately, the age that we're coming to, this is going to become more common. Yeah. As we move on. It is. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, we don't, I don't have to like it at all. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I wish he could have hunted this season, though. I know. I know he was really, really, really wanting to hunt. Yeah. And I was hoping he would make it for a few hunts. Yep. But everybody, if your friend Heath will hunt in his honor this year. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, you always wish for more time. Yeah. Like, you, know, you always wish, you know, there was just a few more. Another podcast. Yeah, something. I even, the day I started working down there was the day he went to the hospital. Really? And, and I. Because you're in Germantown, right? No, I'm in Dayton. I'm in the uh, south east of Germantown. Okay. And. But like right you know there? How, 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 yeah. How many times I like. I I would kind of just send like a a message or something just to see how things were going, just to see if I could get in. They're not letting people in, and I'm yeah. doing this. Yeah, and I'm just sitting there going, like, what do you do? Like, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't do anything. Yeah, that's why. I, and when, it was that day, and I was sitting here going, I was going fuck because my work schedule's been ridiculous, and everybody has a life. And Heath would never ever be like, oh, you motherfucker. He'd probably joke around with us, but he understood. You know, yeah. he lived that life at one point in time. And, uh, just grinding it out, doing anything you can all the time. Yeah. And, uh, it, and I was just like, I was excited. I was like, I was actually excited to go down there and work. Cause I was, and literally he went into the hospital, right? Like the day before I went down there and, yeah. uh, and it, it's just, you know, I just left him alone. I just, you know, what do you do? Cause once he went to the hospital, I think we all kind of knew, you know, he'd already said, his piece on Facebook where he was just like, leave me the fuck alone, you know? And after that, well, yeah, that YouTube video that he did where he was pissed. <laughs> yeah. 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 And he kind of did that. And that wasn't really Heath's style. I think he was just, I think he was more fed up with himself than he was with everybody else. I don't think it really had to do with anybody. Well, he's probably hurting and suffering and tired. Right. That's what he's, he was tired of that. And, and just, he was done. Yeah. You know, and he was done. I get it. He was done a long time ago. I understand. Like, he, well, yeah. We were all surprised he didn't, he didn't like invite everybody over for some whiskey and put a fucking bullet in his, <laughs> in his <laughs> shoot himself up the ass or something. Like, but I mean, I'm not saying, and, I, and when I say that, I don't mean it in a grotesque way, but if you knew him at all, you would know that he'd rather shoot himself to die in a hospital bed. Yeah. Like, that's just the kind of person he was. He would rather take a revolver. Well, he always said, I don't want to end up in the hospital because they'll kill me. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and that's exactly what happened. I don't think they killed him. I don't him think all. they killed him, but just. Well, you know, I was talking to mom and dad about it. And mom said, no matter what, where you're at or what's going on, when your time's up, you're going. Yeah. Regardless of the circumstances. And I believe that. I believe that he when just, it's your time, you're going to go. Yeah. And once he went in and he got COVID again and yeah, and it was, everybody was just like, we were just all like, he was already the worst he'd really ever been emotionally. I think that's what, I think that's what got me thinking, well, it might actually happen this time because he had given up Yeah, for the most part. And, and rightfully so had given up it's his choice yeah like he he it, suffered long enough he could call he could he could have called it a long wanted. fucking time yeah. ago um 
but it was just, I don't know. I say, I don't know a lot. I don't do, I, I, ne- I never have done well with this. With death? With, yeah, just ever since, ever since my grandma died, I never did well with death. Like I didn't go to my grandpa's funeral, never didn't go to my mom's funeral. <laughs> I, uh, like, I know it's a sign of respect and all that, but I was there when my grandpa passed in 2009. I, I was there when my grandma passed. And man, that affected me for days. <clears throat> yeah. Every time I closed my eyes, I'd think about it and see it. Yeah. You know, and it was a very peaceful death the way he died. Right. I mean, it's not like, you know, he had a heart attack and grabbed his chest and fell over. Right. Yeah. Just kind but of it slipped just, away. Man, it affects you. It's hard to watch. Yeah. You know, it's hard to watch. And I watched, I watched a lot of people in the hospital. And, you know, I've watched all my grandparents, my mom, uh, and then, you know, I, it's just, well, it's just hard to keep watching that over and over again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it don't, and it, I mean, I say over and over again, there's a lot of time in between, I guess, but. Imagine, you know, shout out to all the doctors and nurses that deal with that shit on the daily. On the daily. Yeah. That special kind of person, I think. Yeah. To be able to face death every single, every single day. day. You, I, I guess. And if not every day, every day you go in, you know that it may uh, come today. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that, you know, talking about that, like, uh, is that something you get numb to eventually? Just like any other job? Like. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. I'm sure the first time you see it, it's, it gets you just like so anybody else. So my best friend's dad growing up was the coroner of Coles County and. He grew numb to it because I've heard some stories of him joking around at like accident scenes and shit. Yeah. Trying to keep it, you know, a sense of levity to where everybody's right, yeah. not freaking out. Yeah. He would say off color jokes and shit. He got, he got used to it. He got used to it. One, one night, it was real late. It was like two in the morning and we wake him up because we found his slides, the old style projector with like the little bitty white, white uh, bordered pictures. There's like 60 of them on this turn deck and you hit the thing and it goes chunk and it moves the picture in front of the light and it shows on the wall. Okay. I'm yeah. Old school projector. Yeah, okay, slide I, don't, yeah, I don't talk about but yeah. way before PowerPoint. For a minute. <laughs> but his name was Dick and Dick had this thing that he used to be able to go in the schools to show driver's ed kids. What happens when you drink and drive and it was full of dead people. Yeah. Oh no. So at like two in the morning, Shannon wakes him up. Dad, come down and tell us about this stuff. Oh fuck. So we got a two in the morning on like, a Friday or Saturday night, he's down there telling us what each picture was. There was one where a guy passed out in the road and a car ran over his head. Oh shit. And squished it flat in the asphalt. It looked like <laughs> it looked like if you stacked up a bunch of pieces of pizza and drove a car over it. Really? That's what it looked like. Ugh. There was one where there was a motorcycle in the side of a house up through the window. Like someone had ramped a motorcycle into a house. Yeah. Fucking killed him. Really? Oh, yeah. There was all kinds of cars wrapped around trees, all that stuff. But Dick told us this story when he first started. This guy had was out drinking and driving, ended up wrecking in a cornfield and thrown out of the vehicle and he died. So Dick goes out there, body bag, pronounced dead, bags him up, throws him in the back of his meat wagon is what we call it as a big station wagon. Yeah. And he had it in the back and he's driving along and he feels something rubbing on the back of his neck. And he leans forward and drives a little bit faster. He's like, I know, I know that sucker was dead. <laughs> Pretty soon he feels it rubbing his shoulder. He's like, Whoa, speeds up a little bit faster. 
He leans forward even more. All of a sudden, it brushes against him. And he slams on the brakes, throws the car in park, and jumps out and gets the flashlight and looks. And there was a corn stalk that had been bagged up with oh, the body. He didn't shit. know it. He was coming forward and hitting oh, him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wasn't that freaky? The fuck? Like, uh, I, I would do the same thing. Don't look back. Just don't even fucking look back there. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then there was one time. He ain't getting out of that bag. The zipper's on the outside, motherfucker. <laughs> there was one time he got called up to this um, assisted living or hospice care or something up in Champaign. But the lady was from Coles County. So he had to go up there and get her. And the coroner said, just pronounce her dead before you take her. So she's on a waterbed and he leans down, you know, to, to check. And she breathes out. <sighs> and he's like, whoa, he jumps back. He's like, this lady's not dead. And he's just looking at her. So he leans back into the bed. <sighs> it, every time he would lean on the waterbed, it would push up and her lungs would exhale. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. uh, wouldn't that, 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 wouldn't that stuff freak you out? Yeah, that freaked me out. I couldn't be around dead no, people like that. uh-uh. There's just, I, no, I, I don't like being around, like, hurt people. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like being around people that just get hurt real bad. Like, that's kind of freaky. And I've been around some pretty gruesome shit that I've, we've seen on the railroad, but I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah. I've, yeah. Like, I've seen one guy blew his head off down a just old road. Oh, really? Yeah. Blew his head off with a shotgun. Uh, homeless guy. I guess they figured out what happened. He somebody gave him some money. He went and bought a pizza to fit the whiskey and sat down in the middle of the tracks and drank the whole bottle and ate the pizza. He wanted to die. No, he just passed out. He, oh, maybe he wanted to shit. die. Maybe that was like his last thing. Like, yep, fit the whiskey, pizza, large pizza. This is the way I'm gonna go right here. And Could you, hear, you imagine that? No, and you hear about. Like kids going and jumping through cars and getting caught in the knuckles while they take off. Uh, like that happens. Caught in the knuckles? What? Yeah. Where, oh, trail, yeah. rail cars. Yeah, rail car knuckles. I, I was thinking car car. I'm yeah, like, yeah, knuckles. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, getting, because they got, what they yeah. do, they get loose and they pull together. Like, and, uh, and you just you just don't realize just how much force that it is when that train hits and all those cars start hitting going down the line i'll bet and uh you know and kids just they're uh, getting off of school or something and they gotta cut they cut their rail yard they're just fucking around they're just fucking around they climbing dying. It. yeah it like that happens a lot uh uh you, you know it, as i'm older i think back to the dumb shit i did as a kid how stupid was I that I could have died in a couple different instances a couple different yeah. you know what i mean just I like know. the kids messing around in a rail yard yeah they're yep. just screwing around. They're not there. They're not there to daredevil you know, it. No, they're just like I need to get over there, so I'm gonna climb over this thing. That's and it's not. And it's real easy to. Cl- that's the thing. It's not like it's hard to climb on. Yeah. It's got steps that go across. Yeah, and you just kind of climb up, and it just it has to happen at the perfect moment to knock you over and get you caught in there. But it happens. It happens apparently, yeah, it happens a lot. Wow, a lot more than what you think. A lot of people die, and not just at crossings. Do a lot of four wheelers get hit by? Really? But, but yeah. In the country because they don't have gate uh, arms coming down and uh, stuff like that? No, no. They'll, they'll, there's a lot of roads that go along the tracks and they'll just kind of jump up <gasps> over, over the tracks. Oh. Or they'll get caught in a tunnel. People love to use those fucking tunnels to go. Cause Are the, you kidding? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, like uh, like when you get in like West Virginia, Virginia, there'll be a tunnel that'll be, I don't know, three, 400 foot long, but it'll get you the drive around that in a car would be about 30 minutes. But if you just go walk through that tunnel you're on the other side of the mountain so yeah you can't so they just get on a four wheelers and they just go through the tunnel 
And then you get caught in one of those things. I've been in one before and it's scary as shit in close quarters. Anyway, I couldn't imagine being on a four wheeler. Like even if you ditch it, you're like s- you're, you're still going to die. Yeah. So, and it's all according to what tunnel you're in. Like some of them have enough room. I had one, it tore my shirt off. We got caught in it. Really? Dumping rock. Yeah. We were dumping rock. Uh, and, uh, pretty much what you got to do is they, they have, there's three different ways to do it. And, uh, some of them are done by satellite. Each car just opened up a little bit and the rock just dumps out the sides of it. It's got yeah. little, little gates come out the side, little shoots. And it dumps as the train's moving. And uh, that's how they get ballast, new ballast dumped down through there. And uh, another way, a lot of the ways you got to do it is by a remote. And you can, and you just kind of walk beside it. You type in the car name and it's all, and then you can control the dump like that. And then another one you actually have to do with a chain and a line and bar as it's moving real slow and just kind of open it and close it yourself. So, but we were doing the remote control one. We come up to this tunnel that I'd worked, we worked in a million times. You've never been in there with a train in there. Like, so you don't really know. Well, uh, it was in a curve. And when you go to a curve has, it's got elevation, just like any road or curve that you go through, it's got a bank. It banks. So, it might only be three or four inches, but it's it's an, a three or four inches when you tip a car up three or four inches. It's a lot once you get to the top. Yeah. So we're going through there. On my side, the track had shifted just a, just a little bit, and there the clearance was not very good. When I come out of there, I was so walking with it and pinned and scared, I had actually ripped the entire sleeve <laughs> off of my shirt, rubbing between the train and the wall, like oh, rubbing shit. on the. Yeah, going down through there. And so, I mean, that's shoulder length space. So if you're in there with a four wheeler, you're, you're fucked. Or if you're a hefty dude. Or a hefty dude, yeah. At, at, the, le- at the least, it's going to rip you apart. Squish like a grape. Yeah. And there, you ain't like, there's no, that's, that's going to be the awfulest feeling in the world. That's, oh, yeah. Like, I, see, I think burning alive or drowning would be the worst feeling. Uh, I don't know. Being ripped apart by a train slowly would would suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's being that's pretty much being like putting being put in a very slow blender. Yeah, no shit. That's <laughs> and, true. And there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. No. Maybe it takes off enough skin to where you get some clearance, and then you can uh, live through it. Lose an arm. Lose an arm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That, Damn. Yeah, people get hit, and it don't take like a train at five mile an hour. We'll just uh, spam call. Yeah. I fucking hate those things, dude. I try, All the time. I try even, you can't even answer them and fuck with them anymore. Because like it's, it's automated. all automated. Yeah, like no. you answer it and they either don't say a fucking word or you can, or it sounds like a real person at first. And then you're like, yeah. Nah. And then you realize, oh, this is just yeah. a fucking recording. Uh, but anyway, uh, we got off the rails there real quick. Yeah, we? we did. Yeah. That's all right. That's okay. It's but, been a while. Yeah, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some weird fucking things that go on railroad. Right now, there's we call them diabetics, but really it's just meth heads and stuff. Oh, okay. They use a lot of needles, <laughs> but that's that's because we're not supposed to say certain things in the right. job briefing. So we're like, well, there's a lot of diabetics out here. So watch where you step. Oh, watch where you yeah. put your hands. And cause there'd just be, I mean, I've, I've found like as big as our studio, 
an inch thick of nothing but syringes. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? Like in Cincinnati and shit. That's just the place they go. What the fuck? <clears throat> Use it, throw it down. Really? Oh, yeah. Why Why? Fucking why so concentrated, though? Um, Is there a drug house near there, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I'll tell you what. So speaking of drugs. Oh, they left me a voicemail. Should I see what it says? Yes. Let's see. I made, I made the fucking mistake. Hi there. I'm calling you from Comcast Xfinity. Yeah, Comcast. No thanks, bitch. <laughs> so speaking of drugs. So I had neck surgery September 14th. They did a disc replacement at level three in my neck. Yep. <clears throat> so they cut me in the front. I got an ugly looking scar right now. Oh, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah. Oh, that's so they went through the front. Yeah, really? They go in the front and they pull your throat to the side. Wor <laughs> worst sore throat you can have for about two weeks hurts like hell to swallow. <laughs> okay. But they pull the disc out, and then the doctor, the surgeon was phenomenal. Highly recommend this guy. He puts two thin pieces of metal, one on the bottom of the top vertebrae, one on the top of the bottom vertebrae, and then either glues or screws those in, and then, um, slips an artificial disc in there that's housed between those two thin pieces of, of metal. Okay. Right. So I've, I've had this problem for a while. I've been on pain meds for like year and a half, two years, this stuff called Belbuca, which is the same thing as methadone that they take for heroin addicts when they're, when they want to quit heroin, they give them methadone or suboxone. That's right. what it's called. And they take milligrams of this liquid stuff. Right. Well, this is little little bitty pieces of film that go in your cheek, and it's micrograms, so it's not even one milligram. Okay, right, I got you. very, very, very low dose. It's safe because you you uh, can't OD on it. Okay, you could like take the whole box at once, and, and you're not going to OD. Fine. Okay. Yeah, well, that's cool. It's very low dose. It worked great. I was on it for a couple of years. So I get the surgery done, and they they say in the hospital, "Don't take your Belbuca. Just take this hydrocodone, seven point five was the number of the strength of it. I'm like, okay, great. Pain completely under control. Felt great. Come home. I'm, I'm home that week. I got enough to get me until my uh, appointment with the surgeon, my follow-up. So I see him. I said, Hey, pain, I'm feeling great, man. You, you did the trick. I love it. You know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I'm going to need more. He said, okay, I'm going to give you fives. And he's like, try and space them out. I'm like, okay. So I did, and I started going into withdrawal from my Belbuca. Withdrawal from a drug like Belbuca, fucking terrible. You didn't sound very good. Terrible. So now I'm, I completely understand and am empathetic, compassionate towards heroin addicts or people who abuse prescription pills. Yep. Because their <laughs> withdrawal must be way worse way than what worse. I went through. Yeah. And I was about ready to die. I mean, it's like... For me, it felt like a massive panic attack and you've had way too many energy drinks. Yeah. Your heart is thundering. Your inside of your body is like shaking. It's almost like restless, like, like you can't just sit still, but it's inside. Yeah. It's all internal. Yeah. And you just, you can't stop it. Like normally if you get stressed out, you can take some deep breaths and be like, right. Okay. I'll get past this. But you can't, you breathe deep and it's like, you're not getting oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's like. You're sick. I mean, it's just, and so now I'm at the point now where I'm hurting. I, I, I've said, no, I'm, I wanted to get off the hydrocodone. I didn't want to ask for more. I want to be off pain meds. I want to be normal. I don't want the little bitty slight brain fog that the Belbuca was giving me for right. two years. It's like 
just, just well, I wasn't as sharp as I was before. Right. Right. Yeah. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the pain meds and I want to be off, but I'm hurting every day. I'm taking tramadol still and ibuprofen. If I take six ibuprofen and two tramadol, it goes away. <laughs> That's not good for you either. Ibuprofen's <laughs> fucking horrible for you. Right? I know. So <laughs> here I sit, like just tonight on the way home, I'm like, man, should I just fucking, should I just call my pain doctor and be like, I need help. I'm not where I need to be yet. I mean, I want to be off drugs so bad that I think I've cut it short too fast. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just ache and I feel like shit. Uh-huh, well, and that's a, that's a shitty part about being a fucking hardhead and doing that. It's just like me and my fucking psych beds and shit like that. Like you can't just, they say people that quit I, cold Turkey. I really do have a, I have a up the utmost respect for like just like my grandpa quit smoking after fucking 30 years of smoking the doctor said you can't have you don't need to smoke anymore quit cold turkey that day never smoked again another cigarette the rest of his I life but he wanted one though oh i'm sure he did but, but he just never said anything about it yeah. like he didn't he smoked four packs a day oh my god yeah of reds <laughs> <laughs> yeah four packs of marble reds You're every day yeah and then they said no nope, can't do that anymore you're killing yourself and he's like yep i'm done and, and that was it and that was it <laughs> And uh, see, mine is part of me is like, I have this internal struggle. It's like, I'm so close to picking up the phone and calling Dax and be like, Dax, help. I need some help. Right. Is it the same pain that you had before or is it from the surgery? It's It's different now. Before it would go from the top of my head, like not top, the, the back of my skull. And it would ache all the way down my neck and across my traps and, and into my upper back. Now it's just like right here where the surgery was. So you're just, you're still healing from the surgery. Uh, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's, a, that's what you're doing. I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It wasn't that long ago. You literally had your neck opened up and you had spine surgery. Right. So well, which, I know, but which is a miracle all on its own to see that you've been going to work all week. Part of me feels like suck it up, pussy. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> which I do, but it just makes me feel like shit. Right. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. cause I know if I had a pain pill yeah, or I've still got Bellevue in the house, yeah. I refuse to put it in my mouth. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. But if I put it in my mouth, the pain would be gone. Right. So it's there. Right. But I refuse to go that route. Well, then just have them. And so I'll, if you, if you take, how long do you think it's going to take for that kind of surgery See, I don't to know. go away? It probably will take a while. I don't know. Um, but, I'll t- I'll tell you this right now. You need to do something else besides ibuprofen, and just it's just something else because you're gonna fucking you're you're gonna there ain't st- nothing else that works. All right, well then t- you need to go to your doctor. You need to just you know go what and, I mean. Yeah, just be like I need something to get me by because I could I'm, try crushing up Tylenol and snorting it maybe, but, just, but taking it through the mouth doesn't Ad, do Advil, shit. Advil doesn't help. Like switching it up. To Advil, Advil is ibuprofen. It is ibuprofen, but it's a different kind of. It's ibuprofen. It's all the same. Okay. I mean, it's, I bought name brand Advil thinking it would work better than Equate Walmart version. No, it didn't work anymore. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Um, Tastes better. The Advil has that candy <laughs> yeah, coating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. My mom keeps telling me, just go tell them, get more, get more. Don't worry about it. You need to get out of pain so your body can heal. Right. And I'm fucking mule headed. I know. Like, I don't want to be on this shit. Mm-hmm. But then I have days like today where I'm like, 
fuck. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs> I've had enough. And I think I'm going to call Dax right now. And then I'm like, no, nah, let me do this first. And then I get really busy and sidetracked and forget about it. And then I get to the car on the way home and I've got time to think. And I'm just like rubbing my neck thinking, fuck. Right. Fuck. You just want to go Which, shoot. You just want to go shoot your bow. <laughs> is it, I can't even bow hunt this year. I know. You're going you're gonna to crossbow hunt. You're going to do it. I don't know, Mom. But anyway, so I feel like a pussy. I feel like part of me questions, well, is it in your head? Is your body addicted to pain meds and it's telling you, hey, you're hurting. Pain med would make this go away. You know what I'm saying? Because I've heard that people's minds can trick them into thinking that they need something when they don't. Right. So it's like. (sighs) Yeah, but still. That's why. But you're still catering to that with what you're taking now. So. So, I mean, really. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking the tramadol and the ibuprofen. Yeah. To get so, rid of. And it gets rid of it. That's the thing. If it was all in my head, would it not get rid of it? Uh, and I'd be calling the doctor? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're taking the same amount and it's getting rid of it. Like, like you're, you're not chasing a high. So, that's. that's no, I don't feel anything with tramadol and right. ibuprofen. Yeah. So, that shouldn't. That's not. No. That's, I don't think. If that's I want to get high, I'd just buy some weed and smoke it. Yeah. But they do say like your your brain does trick you like that though. I know that's what I wondered about. It wants painkillers. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, and I'm so far past it now. And the Bellbuca I thought was the greatest thing ever until I withdrew from it. <laughs> scared right, me. Right. I mean, Honestly, yeah. it scares me. Oh yeah, I, I heard you on the phone. Like you didn't, you yeah. were not okay with what was going on. Uh-uh. It's very uncomfortable. And you're and you're you're pretty like you said you're hard headed and you don't like to don't, show that you're. Don't recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel sorry for the heroin addicts. And think about the people who do meth and they say you can get addicted from one time. Uh-huh. Those poor people. Mm-mm. You think uh, of, think of the kids that do it because do it. of peer pressure or some dumb reason yeah, like that. I know. And then they cannot fucking quit because it's got the hooks They always in them. want it. I know guys that, I know guys I work with right now that used to be meth heads and they go, I still wish I could do it. Really? Yeah, I hadn't done it for 10 years. See, I had one friend who was a meth head. I had no idea. And I said, how did you stop? And he said he smoked a truckload of dope to keep him <laughs> off of the. Yeah. He said, I smoked weed 24-7 for probably six months. I'm like, Jesus. That's crazy. I'm like, well, why did you quit? What made you want to quit? He said, I was throwing my life away. I was ready to lose my family. Yeah. He's like, Jimmy, I took bills for six months. We had an old dishwasher out in the garage and I would just throw every bill up in the top rack of the dishwasher for six months. My wife had no idea because I was smoking meth. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He's like, it finally hit me that I was going to lose everything. My kids, my wife, my house, everything. He's like, so I turned to dope. (laughs) He's like, it's the only thing that could keep me from smoking meth was to stay stoned. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, that's nuts. Well, thankfully, he had the weed, I guess. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have been dead. Speaking of weed, Indiana's getting ready to get on board. Are they really? Uh, Well, they don't. They just had a great big, uh, I guess, meeting or whatever. And <laughs> They have a safety meeting. A safety meeting. 420. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they had like a... Uh, a conf- I don't know. What the fuck do they call it? I don't. I don't know what they call it. But a Senate session, something like that. Yeah, and they were like, so because it's going to be because everybody's going to Illinois and Michigan and buying it. Yeah, kinda. Uh, it, that's part of it. But you know that the Illinois sell. There's more Illinois sales from people in Indiana than there are from people in Illinois. Really, it's like sixty percent. 
like 60%, 60% of the revenue. 60% of revenue is from people Southern, out of state. Southern Illinois come from Indiana. Jesus. Of their sales go, yeah. So, and so, but yeah, people are going to Michigan, Illinois. So is Indiana missing out on this tax money? And that's what, the, so they're sitting here, they're, they're sitting there like, okay, so, because Indiana has a bad, uh, a bad thing about jumping on board, you know, they, they wait. Well, they're very conservative. Wait too long. Yeah. And uh, so they're sitting there like, okay, so if we wait any much longer or wait till it gets federal, it's federal and we uh, do it, then there's no, they're, they're wanting to actually grow weed here is, is what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're, they're talking about growing it here and they're like, for well, medical or recreational, recreational, or both? both. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and it's not going to be long. <clears throat> you're going to have, it's not gonna be long. We're going to have it in every gas station. So they're, they're thinking <sighs> from the agronomy in Ohio standpoint. right now, you can go buy weed gummies at the gas station. Really? Mm-hmm. No way. Absolutely. Just seen it while I was down there. No shit. Yep. It was gummy worms. Really? THC in <laughs> In the gas station? <laughs> yeah. Holy it's probably shit. really low dose. Ohio wants all the drug money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, give it to them. They got drive through fucking liquor stores down there. Like, oh my God. Everywhere. Like li- literally you can't go in them. You can't, there's no place to walk into this thing. You drive through and it's lined with coolers and it's got nothing but whiskey, beer, and spritz. Just, I mean, it's just all the way down through there. And then you just tell them what you want. Give them the money. You never get out of your car. No shit. Yeah. It's, it's 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 pretty fucking funny. Well, so a guy with, at work was telling me about uh, he's got a lake house <clears> down by Effingham, and he said that there's a place down there, <clears throat> package store, that you go in and buy the beer that you want or whatever you want, yeah. and they'll sell you a disposable cooler and ice. They'll ice it down for you. So if you're headed for a day on the lake, you just yeah. swing in there. And he said for like an extra twelve bucks, you get a cooler and ice, or fifteen bucks. And he's yeah. like, you're going to spend ten bucks on ice anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, it's perfect. It's a perfect business plan. He said that place is busy from sunup to sundown. Yep. People walking out with coolers. Yeah. We just need to open up a liquor store. That's all we need to do. I wouldn't want to work in a liquor store. <laughs> Drive through. Well, uh, I think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've never, I've never ever thought about actually working in a liquor store. In a liquor actually. store? Well, you wouldn't have to actually work in it. You just have to, to run it. Well, I mean, that would be working. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't. You probably wouldn't actually have to deal with people. You more just hire somebody to work behind the counter. Would you though? Probably. If you could work the shift and not have to pay somebody a two hundred bucks that day or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that'd be. That's like, true. I'll take that shift. Yeah, yeah that would. Yeah, you you you're probably better off. I mean, you'd save a lot of money doing that. Yeah, you don't have to worry about insurance and yeah, all that other bullshit. You could pick up shift. Wife could pick up shift. <laughs> yeah, and just. Just My one son's over twenty. But you never get time off. Like that's those things are yeah, open all the time. I know. That's why people work. That's why they hire people to work. What's well, like Subway? What was it? They can close two days a year. A Subway franchise. Really? One of those is Christmas. <laughs> so you get to pick the others. Whether it's Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, you pick. You pick. That's yeah. crazy. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, that is nuts. You can close two days a year as a subway. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. One of them you don't and have a choice. It's gonna have, be Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, uh, but I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of businesses. You but oh, back to weed. Oh yeah. So, sorry. Okay. So the reason why they want in is, and they're t- and they pretty much told them they said if you don't get in now, like when this, when they say now, I mean this very second. There's so many people out there. That already have that have just they're just already growing it. They're growing everything. Like it's like a it's like a winery. You know, they have thousands of acres and they're growing weed. 
like fucking Mike Tyson's got his own weed farm, right. you know, and, uh, and there's so many, uh, high level people, like, uh, as far as business and stuff is like, you would be, even if you got it now, you'd be on the bottom of, you know, probably a lot of red tape to go through too. That, uh, I don't, for, a legal, I don't, for a legal grow, I'll bet there's a lot of red tape. Uh, unless it's legal in that state like that. Well, even then though, if you're going to make it for uh, somebody else to consume, I'm guessing they're going to be up your ass. It's going to be, it's going to be like a alcohol dispensary. I would say it's going to be like a brewery is what it's going to be like. Food grade. Yeah. You're going to, yeah, you're going to have to. So, I mean, so they're like, okay, so, you know, that <clears> amount <throat> of expertise is already covered. Like you already have the big growers. Like yeah. those are already in place. There's nothing you're ever going to do about that. They're not going to go out of business at this point. No, but if you, if you're a kid, a young man or woman that goes to school to study horticulture and learn about plant chromosomes, that's, that's and, what they're, that's what they're talking about. Like <clears throat> you could yeah, be, yeah, you could maybe make a dent in it. Yeah. Uh, but they, they're saying Wonder what it would cost they're, though. They're, they're saying it's getting saturated is what, is what's happening. Cause you got way too many young kid that, smoke weed and are really smart like that's there's just so many especially out west that it's the market is already saturated with people growing their own stuff and there's just so much stuff out there like you can literally buy weed anything now and it's starting to show up in gas stations a lot so so they're saying if they don't get in now pretty much all they're going to be doing is supporting another state's revenue so yeah, I could see that. So that's what they're trying to do. So, which I think is fucking hilarious that, and I'm not going to get political and I'm not against or for or whatever, but it's like our whole world is turning top, tipsy top, whatever. They're going to legalize weed and make abortions illegal. <laughs> well, that's already happened. I like, think it's so bad. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> I think honestly, they should let the states decide on both. Yep. It shouldn't be federal law on either of those. My opinion is if we're the land of the free, we should be able to choose where we live yep. and are drawn to by their laws and their beliefs. Yeah. Indiana is a conservative state. I love it. I moved I here from too. Illinois from a liberal state. Yeah. I love being in a conservative state. Let's say that Indiana goes tits up and becomes liberal. Well, okay. I'm moving to Texas or I'm going to move to Tennessee, yeah. somewhere that's conservative, right. Alabama. This, that I don't think Indiana will ever has, turn. I don't think so, but I'm just saying you have the opportunity. If it's federal, you have no options. Right. You're, if it's you're right. let the states handle it, if you want to be a right. fucking well, just it's just with weed. Once cuckoo it's, for cocoa puffs, go yeah, live in California. Once it's federally legalized, that's See, what, it. Shouldn't be a federal law. It should be up to the states. Right. That's what I'm saying. Federal law. Federal should only. They should only worry about protection, military. Yeah. Protect us. And that's it. Leave us alone. Well, infrastructure. I think, think okay. So I think, I don't think when it becomes federally regulated, that is going to change whether or not uh, the states will allow it. I'm pretty sure it was, it was just at that point in time, the government stepped in and said, no more pot. It, that, it was the sixties. Oh, it was like the 30s. Or 30s, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Cause, Remember because they said that the Negroes smoke it and they made it a racial thing. And Yeah, they yeah they made it a racial the, thing. And you're going to get raped there were like by the videos Negroes of, that are smoking the devil's lettuce and all this stuff. Yeah, they, they and they had they had those old videos where they had uh, soldiers would come in, they'd smoke pot, and then all of a sudden, 
you know, they're not listening to orders or telling their fucking lieutenant to go fuck themselves and, or trying to talk them out of doing shit. And so they're like, fuck this. We can't, we can't have that. <laughs> so they made it illegal. And so uh, why they haven't just said, okay, it's legal. Now we're going to stay out of it. You know, just, yeah. it should have never been. Hey States, <laughs> it's up to you. Figure it out. Uh, right. Do and that, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But well, uh, it kind of is. <clears throat> I mean, you had California, they went medical back in the 90s, and they yeah. went recreational, then Colorado, now Michigan, Illinois. You saw, I mean, what, what, <clears throat> what state just made made every drug legal? Oregon. Oregon, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, they didn't make it all legal, they made it a misdemeanor. Right. Which is basically Which saying, is basically we're going to look the other way, unless yeah. you're really dumb. Right, yeah. And then we'll give you a misdemeanor. Yeah, they're just, I guess even the intent to sell was turned into a misdemeanor, which is a slap on the hand. And see, I think the scientific community is missing some opportunities for treatments by not looking at drugs. They don't want to. Specifically, microdosing mushrooms. We'll, we'll, we won't see it in our lifetime when they go into new technology for stuff like cancer and, and, and all that because they make too much money on what they have now. See, I've, I've often thought the same thing. And, and because you know for a fact there is better treatment than fucking making your body radioactive yeah there's there there is one there's one somewhere whether it's been pushed down or what or whatever well, you know you see those videos there was a doctor out of texas that like lost his medical license he had a shitload of people that were cancer free and he was doing some weird off the reservation type healing regimen that didn't include big pharma yeah and they were pissed yeah and they basically... They're the mafia is what they are. They basically almost killed the guy, had to go into hiding or something. You you hear stories like that and you're like, man, why is there like 200 people that are swearing by this guy? And they're not they're not fruitcakes. Right, yeah. They smart, look like normal people. people. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, he saved my wife's life or my son's life or my life. And they're going yeah, on and, and on and on. Why in the fuck isn't America doing stem cell <clears throat> research right now? I don't know. <clears throat> the way Mexico is. Like Mexico, they don't don't they don't have half of the fucking mines we do here, and mm. <clears throat> not really. They don't mm. have. They, if if it was mm. full blown stem cell research could be could take off in America, uh, it would go a whole lot fucking farther. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they don't have the facilities. I wouldn't say they don't have the brain power. Yeah, facilities or or money. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. You go down to Mexico and drugs don't cost that much. No. So there's not that much money to be made like there is in Big Pharma. Right. So, it's like that fucker that bought the that one drug and marked it up to like $7,500 a pill and it used to be like three bucks or some shit or $750 a pill. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. Martin Shkreli or something was oh. his name. Some dickhead. It's just like uh, um, the whole battle with uh, diabetes and, and taking... Uh, Insulin. Insulin. Um, Like, that shit should be free. Yeah. Like. Hell yeah. That shit, that, because they can't live without it. Right. Like, it's not like their life would be inconvenienced. Right. They would seize out and die. Yeah. If they didn't have it. So, like, how does that make any sense at all? And. uh, It's like I work with a guy whose son's diabetic, has to have insulin. He said him and his wife have to save $5,000 every year because in January 
they have to put down $5,000 for insulin. And then that meets a certain deductible amount with the insurance plans and this and that to where it's affordable the rest of the year. But they spend a whole year saving back five grand, throw it down in January, and then they're good. Start saving again for the next one. That's fucking crazy. Isn't that dumb? Yeah, that's so dumb. For insulin. Yeah. And then for what they sell it for, they, I mean, it, it costs pennies to make. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's, all Greed, kinds of, man. there's all kinds of fuckery going on. Yeah, there is. And I'm all about capitalism. Don't get me wrong. You know, but they're taking it to a fucking extreme because that, well, that's not capitalism. That's. Uh, it's uh, fucking greed, dude. I uh, called today to get my propane tank filled. $2.19 a gallon. What? $2.19 a gallon for propane right now. Jesus. Yeah. Why? Because fucking they can. Speculators somewhere saying, oh, we're going to have a bad winter and we're not going to have enough propane and blah, blah, blah. And Russia's attacking Ukraine and blah, blah, blah. Come what on, man. What the fuck's that got to do with anything? All of our gas comes from here. Oh, no. Get this. I was reading about, um, I was reading about um, crude oil export. Cause I was, I was like doing a deep dive on, well, how much is of Russia's crude oil comes to the U S is really fucking with our pricing. Yeah. Like they say it is and this and that and blah, 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 blah. So I'm reading these charts, right. And they've got this, like, it's like a gardener chart where they've got the, the countries in different quadrants by where they're getting it from and this and that. And I'm looking and I'm like, well, the U.S. doesn't really use Russian oil. You know, it's coming from the Middle East and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, so I start reading export numbers and I'm like, wait a minute. The U.S. exports 61 billion barrels of crude oil a year. What the fuck? Yeah. Contracts. Why? Why are we exporting? It should all be used internally. Because it's not. That's up to. Um, so Biden, oil, oil company is a company. Okay. The, the government does not control the oil companies. It is vice versa. They can just say no. Well, I'm sorry. <clears throat> even though they have to give out, even though the government has to give out permits. The government could say, hey, you know what? We're going to fucking tax the shit out of the shit you export. But if you sell it here, you can keep that money. <sighs> yeah, that's what fucking Trump was doing. I know. That's what they should do. And then they got rid of all those contracts as soon as Biden got them. Well, it's funny because Biden supposedly <laughs> asked Congress to work on how can the U.S. become more energy independent. This because It's because we were election, already doing that by the pipeline. It's because the elections are coming up. He's starting to freak the fuck out. Hey, dumbass, when you came in and killed the Keystone Pipeline with the stroke of the pen, how many oil jobs did that get rid of and how much oil would have been flowing through the U.S.? Yeah. And the, the fracking and stuff that everybody's up in arms, they shut that shit down. It's like, yep. you got what you asked for, dummy. You got exactly what they want to go to green energy. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. We are not set up to switch to green energy. Our infrastructure can't handle green they energy. can't do it. If, if, maybe, we, if, if we would have started. Maybe 100 years from now. Yeah. If we would have started a long fucking time ago, like it's okay. So the only way it, it's going to work, Justin, is if they improve the technology drastically yeah. in the batteries and the engines mm-hmm. with the current infrastructure to work with what we Even have now. Elon Musk know that Tesla is not going to last forever. And you know what? Uh, my. Uh, energy company, REMC, sent me a survey today and said, hey, please fill out this survey. It took like 10 minutes, had like 30 questions uh, in it. They were asking about, do you plan on buying an electric vehicle? Do you have one now? How many do you plan to own in the next three to five years? You know why they're asking, because they're going to have to ramp their shit up to support yep. the electric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but 
so the reason it's not sustainable is we don't have a, they say it's a renewable resource, but it's not. What? Uh, green energy. Like. Oh, from wind and solar. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the, it's not. And it, it's all because of the batteries. You got to have batteries. Yeah. You got to have Lithium. something to charge. Once those batteries are dead, they are not recyclable. They are completely fucking useless. Yeah. And we have a finite amount of lithium that comes out of China. Yeah. And that's and, why I say the technology's got to get better. Yeah. So it's going to, they're going to have to figure something else out completely. We're going to have to build an engine that runs on something else. Yeah. Like it's going to happen. Could you imagine like a thousand years from now, people will look back and go, how dumb were these idiots? Probably. Yeah. They thought that they were killing the earth and running out of oil. And well, we've discovered that the earth regenerates so many billions of barrels a day that it'll never be out. It'll never be out. Yeah. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, is and that a talk, byproduct? They, they talk about the ozone and all that stuff. And, and <clears throat> I, I, honestly, I don't know if we're killing the fucking earth or if we're not. Well, have you heard of their latest plan for that? What's that? They want to go up and salt the clouds over the poles to make it colder, to drop the temperature, to let less UV or solar rays through the atmosphere. Yeah. They want it to be like, they want the ozone to be like it used to be. So they're going to start seeding the clouds, salting the clouds, some term. Some term like that. Or they think they can turn the clock back and cool down the ocean. They're going to find, they're going to, they're going to figure it out. Well, did you see that they uh, did a test on an asteroid last week? Well, they launched this thing 10 months ago. It finally made impact last week. It took that long to get to it. Okay. There was an asteroid coming through and they wanted to do a test on, can we move the trajectory of an asteroid or not? So they launched this missile-like thing at this asteroid 10 months ago and it finally hit it to try and push it to see how far they could push an asteroid off course. Mm -hmm. I saw their reaction like in the room. They were all high-fiving, hooting and hollering. I haven't heard yet how it went. I don't know how long it's going to be before they know, oh, hey, that moved, you know, 500 miles off course or whatever. But I thought that's pretty freaking cool. That is pretty freaking cool. That they calculated ten well, months. You know, and they're getting and getting rid of NASA was the worst fucking thing that ever happened to <sighs> the United States or the fucking world. <sighs> honestly, because yeah, we got all of our problems going on here, but it's just like everybody said, the solution to all kinds of shits probably out there somewhere, like way beyond what we can reach right now. Uh and there, it's hard telling if we ever actually make it to other planets, hard telling what the fuck we'll find or what kind of science we'll run into or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but it, yeah, we're just, it's, I don't think we're exploring enough. I think we're, it's, it's almost as if the United States is, it kind of seems like we're moving forward, but we're really not. We're really stuck in the old ways of, well, we got to keep it this way. We got to keep it this way. We got to keep it this way. Excuse me. I think it's technology though. Technology is advancing, but our, but I'm, I'm talking about not, I'm not talking about our technology advances. I'm more talking about our society, like our social. Oh, I think it's shit. Yeah. I think it's shit. And I don't know the, how to fix it. I, I don't either because uh, it's all went and completely nothing's getting better. It's all getting worse. Yeah. Continually it, uh, getting yeah, worse. It's like your hardcore diehard Republicans are jumping back 30 years. And, and then you got the other, the liberal side, they're jumping to, I, I 
the, the weirdest fucking shit you could think of. It's almost like a fucking kid throwing a temper tantrum and yeah, and like shoving a bunch of fucking uh, raisins up their nose. Like if if you think about it, like I, I have nothing against gay people, trans people, whatever. I I could give a fuck, but like everything. I just watched a show on cultural appropriation and people are getting How fucking bored. Did you have to be to watch that? It just popped up on YouTube. Okay. I, and, and I, and I started watching it and I'm sitting here going, so now they've gone to, if you are a white person and you culturally appropriate somebody else's food, Mexican food, Chinese food, and you post it on TikTok. Those royalties should be going to somebody of that nationality. Are you fucking kidding me? No, so we're going fucking backwards. Like, or or we're going. I mean, it's not even a a. It's just not a good direction. Like, it's like a, it's a waste of everybody's fucking time. Like that whole. I think those people try and pu- try and sit around and come up with games of like, how can we offend the most amount of people in the worst way today? Yeah. What are, where are you trying to like? Okay, it's all based on fucking hate yeah it's all based on hate and it doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all and that's like and that's like 70 percent of fucking america it's like you got these people that are real loud over here and these people that are really loud over here and we're just kind of in the middle like just, looking at both looking at both ends going it's, fucking it's like idiots. a child looking at mom and dad fucking arguing and you're like well ain't nothing we can do i'm gonna go to work i'm gonna go work and <laughs> i'm gonna go over and play my video games Watch TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand shit. And it's so Stuff fucking. So out of, I was thinking about this the other so day. So fucking weird. The people who I've had in my life that have passed away years ago, like, <clears throat> what if my grandpa who died in like 1983 or 84 could come back today and see the internet? He would have been so stoked with the internet. I think he would have loved it. He yeah. would have been all about it. Uh. But then again, we're not using the internet. The way, the way it no, no. But I think about it like back in his day, like you didn't, you couldn't just look up how to do something. If you didn't know you hired a professional. Yeah. And that's, that's the reason why because all now, that stuff's going away. Now you can fuck around and find out <laughs> yeah. how to do something. Yeah. You can just learn how and to do back shit. Then you couldn't do that. So I think about, you know, he would be blown away with that. And same, same way with Dick Shannon's dad who died in 93 Mm. shit has changed so much since then. I wonder how, if they could come back for one day, how blown away would they be? How disgusted would they be? Probably it's, it's, or would it take a while for the newness to wear off and disgust to roll in? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? But, and then you've got like this whole epidemic of stressed out people anxiety and all this stuff. And it's because we have too much, too much shit coming in, too much shit, too much information all at once. So all the time. So now we have access to learn how to do these new skills. We have access to do this shit ourselves. We have access to all this shit that you were never, ever allowed. Could you've never even fathom that you could do, but now you can do it just by getting on your phone, looking it up. You can order a kit to do it. And then you got so now you have so much stuff you never thought you ever want to do, but you want to do, but you can't. You know why? Because now America's working twice as long hours than they ever did. There is no nine to five anymore. Ten dollars ain't worth ten dollars right now. No. 
fucking double cheeseburger up here at the family table is ten ninety nine. Is it really? Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. That doesn't include a drink or fries. That's just a burger. A burger, I think it might come with a cup of soup, ten ninety nine. No shit. Yeah. It's like you gotta be shitting me. Yeah. I, like my job right now, I used to be uh potential I should have answered it. Um uh, but my job right now used to be a really fucking good job. Even when I started, it was a bang up fucking job. Like you you were but like as far as making money and mm-hmm. being successful, it used to be, you know, and now it's just kind of like everybody's just kind of caught up to each other. Yeah, I know. Think about the poor bastards who I'm answering it. Hello? Uh, nope. I'm sorry. Okay. Who's he asking for? Jermaine. Jermaine? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Mosaka. These nuts. You want to suck these nuts? Uh, But yeah, it's it's just like, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Like it's, there's just too much information. There's too much you can do. Like I'm like us doing this fucking podcast and putting it out there. Like, I know. Yeah. Just any Joe Schmo right now can, can do that. Yeah. Like it used to be like to do anything like that. You had to go to a radio station and, right, and, yeah. and work cleaning well, fucking floors. If you wanted to get on the, so on the tube back in the nineties, when I was going to church at Northside, I used to go to the radio station every Monday morning about 6 AM. And I would record this like minute, 32 minute spot. It was called the thought for the day. And Nowadays, if a church asked me to do that, I could record here. Yeah. And email just, them the, the spot. You don't have to go do anything. And be like, edit it. Yeah. Back then, it was Monday morning. I'd, I would get up at 530 or leave the house at 530 to drive to Charleston, be there by six. Yeah. The DJ would, you know, let me in the door. I'd go in there and he'd have music playing and be like, okay, here, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to start the music. He would start it. And then I'd say, hey, this is little Jimmy from the North Side of Church. Blah, 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 blah. Where today... You don't have to do that. No. It's just like recording music. You can just do it at your house. You don't have to go get it. You don't have to go into a studio and do anything. We have the equipment right here. If we wanted to write crazy? a fucking album, we could do a whole <sighs> fucking album and put it out on fucking Google Play or whatever. I know. Or SoundCloud or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's nuts. <clears throat> it's crazy. Yeah, but I mean. Take the good with the bad. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. I, you roll with I, I the haven't punches. been on social media. I I haven't had hardly. You know any. what my social media is filled with right now? What guitars and jokes? I don't even hardly get on there. Anymore. I don't. I don't look at drama. Really cut back on the news. Yeah, I do. I'll I'll dive in every now and then, but I, even when I do look at it, I'm lost. I have one app. Oh, one app on my phone that I read news on called Flipboard and you customize it to what you want. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I have MMA, baseball, hunting, and I don't do a lot of pol- political type If stuff. I want to do something political, I'll go listen to Louder Crowder if I'm bored at work. Yeah. Just because just, just I think it's funny. I try to avoid the political stuff yeah. for the most part. And it's pretty much just a conservative guy talking about how dumb the liberal side is. So it's very biased. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You get biased both directions. 
Yeah, you get bias on whatever you whatever whatever you look at. It's, it's whatever you subscribe to. Yeah, it, and I don't mean subscribe to like oh I listen to every episode. I mean subscribe to like the way you think. Right. Yeah, and and it's it's all just click. It's all clickbait anymore. Yeah, and that sucks too. I I don't know. I, I think eventually everything runs its course, and I think this whole era that we're going through right now is slowly starting to wind down a little. Because if you think about it, it wasn't that long ago something we thought probably would never go away. You had like black lives matter and you had yeah. riots and you had this and we were sitting here going, fuck, is this ever going to end? And then all of a sudden gone, it's just, it's just gone. And now everybody's yeah. in the same boat. Trump's gone. Just being fucking broke. Trump's <laughs> gone. Democrats are in control. Everybody calm the fuck down. Now you watch. I bet you that shit starts happening again. If we get Republicans back in, I just don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Cause the fucking, because the idiots can't stand it. People just throw I, fits. I even know, know people. I know people that are very close in like the new circle of friends that I have. And I heard this thing that was just like, I just, you know, if Trump would just not get on Twitter and I'm like, you're, you're going to base your whole, fucking thing on whether or not he said some dumb shit on Twitter. <clears throat> like y'all know who we all know who he was. Yeah. When he came in, I, I could give a fuck what you say. Well, I could get Jimmy. I could give a shit what you get on social media and say that is not going to make me determine what you're doing in your life. <sighs> right. You, you know, or what you're actually physically doing right because there's a lot of people do a lot of really good shit for a lot of people but they they're they say just, they just say shit. dumb shit yeah <clears throat> we know greg greg pool yeah does a yeah, lot of nice right. shit for a lot of people but sometimes you just can't go through this fucking social media <laughs> yeah that's 100 percent. you're right i mean that guy right there i had to mute greg for 30 days at one point just because yeah i couldn't handle it yeah, and it was, uh, and and I like him. Yeah, every time we sit down with him, he's not like that. Yeah, he's not like that at all. Like he'll go on, even if he goes on a spurt of, of political, like when we had him on the podcast. Yeah, it got political for about five seconds. He dropped it. Yeah, and then went straight back to laughs and bows and stuff like that. He's not like that in person. Yeah, it, that's the weirdest fucking thing. But goddamn it, on social media, he's a fucking. <laughs> it's like a crack. Yeah, you're right. Like a fucking crackhead. That's yeah. a good point. That's a great point. I'm really mad. Uh, yeah, it's fucking. It's but it's. But you know all that stuff. You know, ah, just everything. It's it's all fucked. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I'm just gonna go deer hunting. We're gonna get fucked regardless who's in there. Oh, I did go to Deer Creek and check that out. I'm on my way home today. Deer Creek. Uh, the public land. Oh, okay. I, don't, I only live like five miles from it now. You you got to realize when you say Deer Creek, I think of Deer Creek Amphitheater in Noblesville, Indiana. Oh, okay. It's not called Deer Creek anymore. Right. But when I was a teenager. That's what yeah. Okay. So whenever you said I went by Deer Creek, I'm thinking, what and the hell were you doing there? There's a, I think there's a lot of opportunity up there. You think so? To, to If you have to put in legwork, there's a, there's not a lot of parking spaces and there's a lot of acreage. Really? Yeah. It's, it's like... You have to do a lot of walking. A lot of walking. Yeah. And it's foot traffic only. Ooh. Yeah. So you got to want it. So you got to want it. That eliminates a lot of people a right there. A lot of people. Oh, I, have, I didn't even see anybody on the deer check-in list. Really? Yeah. No Not shit. Not one person. There you go. So, and there's you like- You long-bowing it or compound? I'm, I'm not sure yet, honestly. Yeah. I haven't practiced enough. I really need to 
refletch my arrows if I'm going to shoot a longbow, but I have been shooting <sighs> it. So I actually went back. I had I had a full set of uh, my uh, uh, black eagles, vintage arrows. Yeah, yeah. And I went back and shot those set bow, and they shot really good. So I was thinking about just shooting those this year, but I haven't made up my mind yet. Yeah. But it's uh, you know, I got fletchings, and I, you know, I just gotta, yeah, I just gotta want it. But I've been shooting both, so okay. It just all depends. Good. My first time hunting will be gun season. You I'm think pretty so? Sure. You know, well, I mean, I don't. I don't really have a choice. I don't That's have an true. option. I'm surprised you didn't go pick up a crossbow. Yeah, I got one for you. Yeah. I don't want to borrow a crossbow when somebody else has got the chance to go use it. You know what I mean? That's true. I don't feel right about it. That's my hang up. I got you. All right. Well, it's getting late. Yeah. We got way off topic. We did. I wanted to talk about Heath and we did. And I think Heath would have liked this episode. Yeah, I do too. I think you would. Uh, um, and before I get shunned, if there's anybody, I know Jimmy won't. I'm not going to the funeral this weekend. They're not going to shun you. I, I know. I know. But I'm just. I, I don't do good with that kind of stuff if, you know, I just never have. I think I've been to one funeral since yeah. I was like 12. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of him, but. I'm going to miss him and I'm going to honor him in every which way that I possibly can. I just, I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have to go because I won't ever forgive myself if I don't. Yeah. Years from now, I'll be thinking, man, you should have went. Yeah, I still don't. So, e- I still don't even think that, and that's and that's my kind of thing too. Like, I don't know if it's a mindset I got when I did went through that with my grandpa. I never regretted not going to his funeral because I made a point to go see him a bunch of times before he died and have you know those last moments with him before he wasn't able to talk and do all that stuff. And and honestly, I don't. I just don't like my last memory of somebody being them in a box. It's yeah, just, I get uh, it. That's my last memory of my grandma. Like every time I think of her, the first thing that pops up is I see her, I see her in the box. Yeah. And I think that's what just kind of pushed me away from just funerals. And yeah, it pushed me away. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Love you guys. Yep. Until Love next you. time. Gonna miss you, Heath. Gonna miss you so very fucking much. And I know... In some way, you're going to fucking hear this. And you did so much for me in a time when I needed everybody possible in my life. And you didn't have to be there. And you were, even if it was for a little bit. And, and I'm not pushing anybody aside on that. But but your words helped me more than, if not just as much as anybody else's. And I will forever love you for everything you've done for me. Well said, buddy. Love you. Love you too. So thank you guys for listening. Yep. Until next time, uh, stay wobbly. It's been a while since I heard that. Way down. Down to the bottom. To the bottom of the river where the steel was flowing. You know, if heaven is a thing, it's a thing, Justin. That is made up of all of your best experiences do you think he's gonna get up there and he's gonna see an old guy fucking a chicken no we all don't believe so <laughs> don't think it works like that but things were having 
Amen, Brother Ben. <laughs> AMF, people. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>